Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Welcome back to another week on One Guy with a Mic Presents Dingers and Dunks. Uh, this week we are doing the, uh, we're going to start our series with the best five players that wore which jersey number. Uh, this is thanks in part to Darren Hayes, the uh, one of the other podcasters on the network, Sports History Network, uh, <clears throat> called Jersey Dispatch. It was his idea and... I'm just running with it, like I said last week. So, thanks again, Darren, for this great idea. Uh, really pre- appreciate all the hard work that you put into this. And, um, yeah, so this week we're I'm giving you my best five players that wore 0-0 zero, zero, and 0. All right, that's double O. It's double zero and 0, all wrapped up in one. Uh, next week we'll do one, number one, and maybe number two. Also, next week is the year anniversary of our show on february 4th so in honor of it being our one year anniversary i'm gonna do three episodes just like i did to kick this thing off back on february 4th of last year all right Uh, we're gonna do one of the episodes obviously is going to be um the jersey uh, the best five players that wore number one in the nba uh, that create not. I shouldn't say the best five players. So just say the best five, the best five that create a lineup. Because obviously, we're doing two guards, two forwards, and a center. Um, and then I'm gonna do my second episode is going to be. We're gonna talk about the 1994 Montreal Expos, the team that could have been. Uh, that was they had their year cut short due to the uh, the players' strike that year, um, and realistically, I think that's you know Montreal's first place going into you know in August, and then the players' strike happens, and I really think that's what killed baseball in Montreal. So, and then the third and final episode is obviously we're going to do a year recap. Uh, we're going to highlight some of the best episodes, of, some of our episodes this year, this past year. Um, talk about those a little bit, sum them up, and we're going to talk about what we got going on currently and also what we have going on in the future. So make sure you tune back in next week as well. And I really appreciate everybody turning out for this week. So since it is a basketball, a basketball episode. Obviously, we're going to have a basketball did you know. Um, actually, this isn't really a did you know. This is more of a what we're going to see in the next week, two weeks, possibly. You know, LeBron James is only 158 points behind Kareem, Abdul, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time points uh, scoring in NBA history. He currently has 38,230 points. Uh, His career average is 27.2. So James really needs just six games to break that record. Uh, That is a huge 
accomplishment for anybody in the state in basketball to score that many points. And James is, as much as I'm not a James fan, at 38 years old, he is still consistently considered probably a top 10, top 5, top 15 player uh, in the NBA currently. And he continues to, even at 38 years old, continues to dominate um, and continue to move on uh, to heights that we still, you know, we haven't seen since Jordan. I mean, we saw Kobe... Co- you know, Kobe. You know, you have that. You have that argument between Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Who's the greatest of all time? And I really think that, you, as I've talked about in the Jordan LeBron episode, LeBron is analytically the best player. Okay, uh, Jordan had that extra. Um, had that just that extra fight in him that we really don't see out of LeBron. Um, and I think we could see that out of LeBron if he really pulled that out of himself. And I, but LeBron's LeBron, I don't want to say LeBron doesn't have that mentality because he's shown it in games where he just dominates, right? Then you have Kobe who came up in the career, first part of his career and he was with Shaq. And he was basically second fiddle, and then he kind of just turned into himself and slowly evolved into Black Mamba and would just legit murder you on the basketball court. He wanted to see you in pain, and that's the kind of thing that Jordan had right there as well. So that's something that we're going to look forward to in the next uh, two weeks maybe, uh, is LeBron breaking that all-time points record so congrats on lebron congrats lebron you know ahead of time i'm sure i'll talk about it the week that it happens as well uh, on a sad note of basketball we did lose our oh the as my uh we did lose billy packer this week uh he was a final four he was cbs color analyst for college basketball always had that voice he did he worked for NBC and CBS he did the final four from 74 to 2008 he also covered ACC games Uh, he won a sports Emmy award and that's he's just gonna be missed uh, with um within the college basketball community and the Hoops community all together. So, a bit of sad news there for the Packer family. Now, let's get into what everybody came for. The best... What is the best team created with wearing the numbers double zero and zero? All right, before we get into my top five, and obviously, you know, I'm here, I bring the stats, I state the facts, you know, so I bring the stats so you can state the facts, right? That's the motto here. Uh, So I did my research on my five best players, so let's go ahead and give you the list that we were able to choose from. Well, let's go with the center situation, shall we? So at center, uh, Olden Polonese, he played with the Clippers, the Seattle Supersonics, twice 
Detroit Pistons, the Sacramento Kings, and the Utah Jazz. Also, the next up we have Adrian Andre Drummond. He played with the Pistons. Award number zero for the Pistons for seven years. Uh, we have Robert Parrish. He played with the Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics, Charlotte Hornets, and the Chicago Bulls in 97. Uh, you got Benoit Benjamin. He played for the Clippers, the Sonics, the Lakers, the Nets, the Grizzlies, the 76ers, and Cavaliers. Wearing number zero. Uh, you got Kevin Duckworth. He played with the Trailblazers, the Bullets, the Bucks, and the Clippers. Uh, for any of you young kids out there that don't know, the um, the Wizards, the Washington Wizards, were called the uh, Washington Bullets before they switched their name. Then we have Greg Ostertag. He played for the Utah Jazz, wearing number zero from 96 to 06, and then with the Kings in 05. Uh, you got Eric Montross. Kevin Love, Montross played with the Mavericks, the Nets, the Pistons, Philadelphia, and the Toronto Raptors. Kevin Love wore, has worn number zero with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, next up, we got our oh, and then we also got Spencer Hayes, uh, who played for the Philadelphia 76ers, or Spencer Hawes, not Spencer Hayes, even though there is a Spencer Hayes that played in the NBA as well. Spencer Hawes. Uh, War number zero with the 76ers, the Hornets, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Next up for power forwards, we got Jamichael Green, currently with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, he also wore number zero with the Memphis Grizzlies. Walter McCarty played for the Boston Celtics, uh, wearing number zero, the Phoenix Suns, and the LA Clippers. Jeez, there's a lot of Clippers on this team, <laughs> on this list. Uh, Daryl Arthur. Uh, played for Memphis and the Denver Nuggets. Aaron Gordon, Orlando Magic, wore number zero with them his seven years there. Russell Westbrook, he has worn number zero with the Thunder and the Rockets for one year and the Lakers. Then, of course, you got Damian Lillard, who has wears number zero up in Portland for the last ten years. You got Jeff Teague who has worn number zero with the Atlanta Hawks and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Gilbert Arenas, whose nickname is Agent Zero, played had wore number zero with the Warriors and the Washington Wizards. You got Aaron Brooks, who played with the Houston Rockets, Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets, Chicago Bulls. And then you got Johnny Moore, who played with the San Antonio Spurs and the from 81 to 88. And then came back in 1990. And also the New Jersey Nets. Next up you have Tony Delk. He played for the Hornets, the Warriors, the Kings, the Suns, the Hawks, and the Pistons. Then we got Orlando Woolridge. Uh, we've talked about Woolridge on the show as well because he was one of Jordan's teammates back in the mid-80s. Uh, he played for the Bulls, the Nets, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Pistons, and the 76ers. All wearing number zero during those eight years. Uh, next up, you got Sean Marion, who wore number zero with the Dallas Mavericks from 2010 to 2014. Jason Tatum is um, currently wearing number zero for the Boston Celtics. C.J. Miles played for the war number zero with the Cavaliers, Pacers, Toronto Raptors. And finally, we have Avery Bradley, who wore number zero for the, with the Boston Celtics uh, before... Uh, 
Jason Tatum currently. Bradley wore zero from 11 through 17, 2017, and currently in word number zero with the Memphis Grizzlies. So there's a rundown of who we got on the list. Um, again, we're going to have this all up on our website at sportshistorynetwork.com. So you can go in and check it out and, you know, put in your own in your own votes. But, as always, I have my opinion. And that's what you guys are all here for, right? Is to listen to my spiel and my, my opinion about how what the what the players are are here for correct i mean i i I got to think about my podcast this podcast that you guys tune into every single week and there's no really fluff to this we don't have a whole lot of conversation i mean we just get down to the down to the bare bones we just break everything just break everything down right away there's no intro music there's there's no hollywood you know set nothing like that we don't we don't beat around the bush around here. We just get straight to the straight to the point of the show, um, and then we and then you guys can go about your day, right? That's I mean, because realistically, do we really need all that extra fluff? I mean, at some point, production's gonna get better. I mean, at some point, I'm not gonna be doing this thing for my iPhone and a mic. Okay, at some point, we'll be actually having a podcast set up. We'll be able to have guests on at some point, right? But I've always just liked the fact that this is like a raw, this is really just raw. I mean, I do one take just because that's how perfect I am, guys. It only takes one time for me to do this podcast. And then I call it a day. I spend hours researching, or I should say the research team spends hours of researching. And then gives me gives me the work, and I here I do. I record it and put it right to you, you know? So, uh, if anybody that... Would like to hear the fluff. I mean, I'm sure there's podcasts out there, but don't go to those guys. I I do the research. I provide stats. That's really how we how we can do our arguments, right? We got to provide stats. Call me Google of the sports world. So let's start it with my five. Now I kind of cheated on this one. Okay, I didn't take a shooting guard. All right. But if I did, if I did take a shooting guard, I have that in my in my back pocket to be legit um, because obviously we want to have a shooting guard on our team, right? But at the same time, I just feel like there's a couple players on here that really. That really, really, really should be starting at the guards' positions. Okay, so let's start with number one. All right, my my point guard. Okay, is going to be Dame Lillard because you know what? It's always Dame time. Dame time, right? So Dame Lillard, Damian Lillard goes by the nickname of Sub Zero, Dame Dalla, and Dame Time. All right, eleven seasons with the with the league, all with Portland. He was drafted sixth overall in the 2012 uh, draft. His career averages of 24.8, 4.2 rebounds, and 6.7 assists. Um, starting point guard, in my opinion, due to his ability to score and distribute. Uh, he just put up an easy 60 a couple weeks ago, or last week. All right, He can score from the inside out. He averages his all-time two-point field goal percentage is 49%. 
from beyond the arc, he's 37.2%. And he shoots 89.3 from the field. Or from the line, sorry. He's a six-time All-Star, a six-time All-NBA. He was on the All-Rookie, and he won Rookie of the Year. And he's also on the 75th anniversary team. So, Dame Lillard is the starting point guard. And that cat can score, okay? And get me to the, get the rest of the guys involved as well. Next up, I got Russ Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Mr. Triple-Double, all right? He is the other half of the backcourt. And see, this is where I get... See, neither... See, Westbrook has never played shooting guard in his life. Well, at least not in the NBA anyway. He's only played point guard, right? However, I think he would be a heck of a shooting guard. He doesn't have the height, obviously, at only six foot. Six foot or six foot one. So he doesn't really have the height as a shooting guard. But he gets to the paint. He scores. He does all the things that you want him to do. Now, he has... He's also called West Russ Beastbrook as well, is what he also is called. And... He is Mr. Triple-Double himself, as I said. 15 seasons in the league. Averages 22.5 points per game. 8.4 assists per game. 7.4 rebounds. And he can take you off the dribble. And is a willing scorer that can and can uh, find the open man when he drives as well. He has four seasons where he averaged a triple-double. Uh, he shoots 47.1%. from two-point field goal, and he is... There's no trucks for tomorrow. Okay. Have a good one. Three-point field goal is 37.2%. Shoots 89.3 from... Oh, whoops. Sorry. That was uh, Dame Lillard's stats again. Uh, I got a little off there. So, here's Westbrook. See again. One take. I guess I get a little braggadocious, and that's what happens. Anyways... 47.1% 47.1% from two-point field goal. He shoots 30.4% from beyond the arc, so he's not really a three-point shooter. He's got a 78% uh, free throw percentage from the line. He's a two-time scoring champ is what he is. He's a three-time assist champ. He's a two-time All-Star MVP, a nine-time All-Star, a nine-time All-NBA. He won the 2016-2017 MVP, and he's on the 75th anniversary team, plus he's an All-Rookie. So... I mean, if I have to choose a point guard between the two, when it comes down to it, if if you're saying that I can't have this is my backcourt, Dame Lillard and Westbrook, all right. Unfortunately, I'm taking Westbrook over Dame Lillard, and I'm plugging this guy in for my shooting guard, okay. And his name is Avery Bradley because Avery Bradley's defense is what he's known for. He's on point for his defense. He's one of the lockdown. He used to, he is one of the lockdown defenders that, that the Celtics had when they didn't really have anybody in between the big three years. Avery Bradley was their guy. Avery Bradley uh, averaged eleven points per game, two point eight rebounds per game, and one point seven assists. However, he shoots at forty three percent from the field. 36.5% beyond the arc, 78% uh, from the free throw line. And he has a 17.2 win share. Like, so, if I'm taking if I'm taking somebody, 
that is uh, that I need, I'm taking Avery Bradley as my two guard. Okay, if that I have to have it, Bradley's the two guard. Rotate Westbrook to the point guard, and Dame Lillard's out. All right, next up, let's go with our center. Our center is going to be Robert Parrish, the chief. Slim, as they call him. The only double O on the team. He spent 21 seasons in the league. He had 14.5 points per game. He had 9.7 rebounds per game. 1.4 assists per game. He was a nine-time All-Star. A four-time NBA champ. He won three with Bird and McKellen himself in the 80s. And then he won one with Jordan in 97. He's a two-time All-NBA. He's on the 75th anniversary team. And he's actually the only... He's the only Hall of Famer on this list. All right. Parrish played with the best. He played with, like I said, he anchored the middle of in, of the Boston Championship teams in the 80s. He also oh, um, finished his career playing with Jordan and the Bulls from 90, um, in 97. He averaged one and a half blocks per game. He never led the league in anything in any category, but he was a consistent guy in the lineup. He did shoot 53% from two-point field goals. And for a big guy, he shot 70% from the line, which is huge with that you can get that kind of production out of your center at the line. All right. Next up, going with my man K-Love. Kevin Love at the power forward position, all right? 14 seasons in the league. He's got a 17.2 points per game, 10.5 rebounds per game, 2.3 assists. Uh, He's a five-time All-Star. He's a rebounding champ. He's an NBA champ. He's a two-time All-NBA. He's also an All-Rookie Team member. Most Improved Player of the Year Award winner. For a career, he shoots 37.2% from beyond the arc, 48% from two-point field goals, and 83% from the line. He's the perfect stretch four and stretch five that we need. Okay, He could be the guy if he needed to be, but definitely excelled at being a glue guy or the guy that could hit an open three when needed or bury a guy down low with a turnaround. He could take you off the dribble if you needed to. Kevin Love, when he played with the T-Wolves, was phenomenal. When he went to the Cavs, he was he was basically that stretch guy that they needed. All right. Now, let's get to the last member of our team, of our starting five is a guy that has become a top 10 player in the league. Talked about him in June on my Boston Celtics podcast. All right, he is six seasons into his career with the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum, J, or Taco J. He's currently a three-time All-Star, a two-time All-NBA, He's on the all-rookie team. He's got an Eastern Conference final MVP to his name as well. He averages 22 points a game, 6.8 rebounds a game, and 3.2 assists per game. He shoots 37.8% from beyond the arc. He shoots 50.5%, 50.5% from two-point field goals. All right, And that's just not him driving. He does drive, but he also has a nice little J as well. Love his jumper. He shoots 84 84.8% 84. from the line. Like I said, he can take over the game with the best of them. He can defend. 
He four of five positions on the floor, and I bet he could handle. He could definitely defend a center if he had to. Jason Tatum is by far our star player. Like, look at this roster, man. Like, we got Damian Lillard, Westbrook, Tatum, Love, and Parrish for a starting five. Who's going to top that? Who, out of the next, I don't know how many numbers we're doing, we're just going to do it as long as we can go, right? But who's going to top that? That's a mean starting five. And this is a great starting five to kick this thing off with. And I'm any like I said, we can throw in Avery Bradley, another two way guy that can defend and score on both that can defend and score. So realistically, right now, as I see it, the O's, the zeros and the double zeros are gonna win this thing. And you know what? I'm gonna play with this a little bit. I'll take my top five. And then we'll even make this a like a little tournament. Alright? We'll see how they stack against each one. Alright? So we're coming out of the gate hot. We're coming out of the gate on fire with these guys, right? Who would have thought the guys wearing zero would be this good, okay? So, it's not as long as, it's not a podcast that as long as usually is, but that's okay. But, we are going to do number one next week, and we should have time to do the number twos as well, because, as I can tell, this doesn't take as long as I thought it did, so that's a plus. It gives you guys a little more free time during your day. So, I'm going to leave you with this. We've been doing this for over a year. Or not over a year yet. It will be a year, February 4th. And we're going to grow this thing this year. We got the base. 2022 is we're getting the base down. 2023, we're going to add a little bit more. It's like a layer cake, man. We're making a seven layer cake over here. And one guy with the mic. Alright guys? So I appreciate all of you guys. Much love. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Make sure you like it, please. Make sure you ring the bell to get notified on new episodes. Right? Make sure you download the episode. All right? We get credit for downloads around here. So make sure you're downloading the episode. Not just listening to it. Make sure you download that sucker. All right? So do all those things for me. Please, and let's continue to grow this little community that we have. Um, I really like baseball a lot. <laughs> I like coaching basketball. I just, you know, so the baseball episodes, you get a little bit more out of me. Basketball, I like. Basketball's like my passion. But baseball's where my knowledge is. So, love you all. And I'll see you all. On the flip side. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. The Pigskin Tales Podcast is all about the lesser-known pro football players. Yes, there are stories about the ones we know, like Brad Tarkenton and Harold Red Grange. But, have you ever heard of Ernie Nevers? How about Dave Osborne or even Grady Alderman? 
These men created their own path to the NFL. How did they do it? Listen to the Pigskin Tales podcast. Now streaming on your favorite music platform. Go to pigskintales.com. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.